Good morning, everybody. Lee Brower here, and welcome to this week's edition of Meaningful Monday. I am grateful to be here, and I am glad to be here. You know, over the years, I've asked this question, a certain question hundreds, probably thousands of times. And that question is, what are those things that you value more than your financial assets, more than your money, more than your financial wealth? And most of the answers come back. The first thing that comes back, you mean my health or my family? But one of the early responses is my friends. And so what you're saying is you wouldn't trade your friends, you wouldn't trade your family, you wouldn't trade your health for more money. And they say, no, of course not. Let's talk about friends for just a second. According to data from the General Social Survey, the GSS, the number of Americans who say they have no close friends has roughly tripled, tripled in the last decade or so. Guess what the number one response is? The number one response when asked how many confidence they have, confidants they have, people that they can trust, people that they can call upon in an emergency. The number one most common response is zero. Zero. How can that be? And adult men seem to be especially bad at keeping and cultivating relationships. And I worry about the generation that we have now, generations, it's not just one generation, but we tend to consider all of these friends that we have on Facebook and Instagram, etc., as being our friends. So we say, how come zero? And they say, well, because they don't know me. What do you mean they don't know you? They see you on Facebook. They see you on Instagram. Yeah, but they don't really know me. So I can't really tell them my challenges or my circumstances. How lonely is that? That's very interesting, isn't it? You know, there's a Dr. Robin Dunbar. You've probably heard of him. He says that he's an evolutionary psychologist from the University of Oxford. And he talks about vital friendships and how they're so important for your health and how really what he's really saying is hugs. That's the way I look at it. Hugs are good for your health. But he says the vital friendships, the pals you hug and laugh and lament with, you know, they're the ones who have the greatest impact on your health and happiness. How many do you need to make sure that happens? He says between three and five for optimal well-being. Three and five, you know, very close, confident friends. He says, while your relatives, your kin are more likely to be there for you when you need help, it's your good friends who tend to fire up your nervous system, trigger that release of feel-good endorphins, that neuropeptides called endorphins. So whether you're laughing with your pal or you're feeling with him, you know, crying with him or, or, some, or they just reach out and touch you on the shoulder in sympathy, you get that resulting rush of endorphins, which, according to him, tunes up your immune system and protects you from disease. You know, I'm reminded of a quote from Ralph Waldo Emerson. We've all heard it. I mean, it's just very simple. The only way to have a friend is to be one. So my question to myself and the question I challenge you to share with me, what can we do in today's world to make sure that we secure our relationships with our friends, especially you adult men? Women seem to be able to do it better than we do it. How do we do a better job of keeping true relationships and cultivating those relationships? I'd be interested in your response and your reaction to what we've talked about today. I know that friends are part of my true wealth. They're part of those things that I value most. So shouldn't I be doing a better job of protecting them? Have a great week. I'm interested in hearing from you. I'll talk to you next week. Thank you for your support. Bye-bye.